0: LA, I'm coming from the city where no pity is shell. Somebody do fall for LA. In just, I'm just. In <laughs> Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Look, count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where we going? So I know I meant to put this out a while ago. Actually, I, I meant to put it out the week uh this actually happened. Uh, but it was so much that happened within that week and the following week that um and I already had shows pre recorded that I needed to drop with guests. But I wanna talk about this whole this whole braun thing that was blown up. And I understand that, you know, when it's in when it's in, like, uh, uh, July, August, you know, it's, it's kind of a dry spell for sports, you know. Um, I know we get we get antsy for football. You know, preseason rolls around in August. That really means nothing to us. We actually want the pre-game, uh, preseason games to go away, although they do uh, keep us hyped because we know the season is coming right after that. Uh, and, of course, we got college football coming up. But... You know, mainly, it's a dry spell. There's nothing to talk about. We're talking about, you know, free agency is over with. The drafts are over with. You know, everything is just, it's just had a standstill. You know, we have basketball going on. You have the Drew League. We have the VBL. Uh, we got the big three. So we have, we have sports going on. And it's just not the main sport. You know, and we also have AAU basketball. And in July, uh, we have, you know, some of the biggest tournaments hosted in Vegas and um, everybody's out there. You know, in this particular weekend that we were out there when LeBron was out there, Kobe was out there, the USA team was out there and then they had the WNBA All-Star game. So it was a lot going on. But it seems like the media wanted to focus on LeBron James because he's celebrating. He's in layup lines with his son's team and he's celebrating and it's, it's looked like it's over the top. Let me say this. I did a sports show with JL, and we talked about that. We also talked about the whole Marshawn Lynch thing that I want to touch on as well. And this is not a sports. It's a sports topic, but it's more so of a father, black father, son topic more than it is about sports. So you see Bron in these layup lines, right? He's dunking, and he's he's not just doing basic dunks. I don't even think he did a layup. He's throwing it off the backboard. He's throwing it up, catching it like the whole nine. Then there's a play where uh one of the players go between their legs, lob it up to another player and it just drove it drove uh Braun like crazy. This is the thing. This is what I want to explain to people. Ron has been doing this since his son started playing basketball. Not only that, you should see you should pay attention to Bron's reactions. When he watches other cats, like, remember Caruso? Caruso is a guard that, that, that plays for the Lakers. Uh, I call him the janitor because he does look like, like a janitor. He has a ball spot, uh, ball spot and he just looks like your typical janitor. And, and it's, and there's no knock on janitors. I used to be one. They make great money. But the point is he just looks like a janitor. And it's a play, uh, during the season, towards the end of the season where Caruso called a tip jam. And he was up high, you know, and you can see LeBron stand up almost damn near walk on the court. But that's how he celebrates. But let's get back to it. I'm I'm just breaking down how his character is. LeBron James character has never changed. Now, understand where I'm coming from, because I've always been a critic of LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But I've always stayed with basketball. Yeah, I called him a weirdo a couple of times and things like that, but it always been based on basketball him as a father i've never judged him i don't judge people on how they how they uh parent you know how they handle their kids or how they guide their kids or anything like that unless their kid is just out of pocket and no one seems to check them but you have to people are saying that he is taking the attention away from his son uh newsflash people he's lebron james he's one of the biggest icons in sports history whether we like him or not, whether his final record is terrible or not, you know what I'm saying? Whether he, you know, got swept in the finals or whatever the case may be, he's one of the biggest athletes we have ever seen. Next to Kobe Bryant, next to Michael Jordan, next to Bo Jackson, um, Wayne Gretzky. Babe Ruth, whatever, you can go down a long list of line of athletes that has left an imprint, has left a staple, has left a tattoo in the game when it comes to sports. He is that player. You know, and I, of course, he's put a he's put a what they call a target on his back by certain things that he said or how much people have hyped him up. The, the chosen one tattoo, bro, I don't care about that. When I was younger, I was childish and I used to criticize him about that. But as an adult, as a man that's raising kids and things like that, that stuff, I don't care about that stuff. I really don't. All I care about is what he how he performs on the court and what he does to bring. Uh, W's championships are moments for a team. That's it. So for people to sit up here and criticize this man about him being in a damn layup line with his son's team, they point out all the negative stuff. Well, he's taken away from the other team, from the opposing team. He's also taken away from his son's team. He's taking the spotlight. Uh, it doesn't matter. Where LeBron's son goes His son can play for the goddamn USA team If Bron shows up in the stands Nine times out of ten That camera will focus on him And his damn wife And his brother and sister All the time All the time Well I mean Not Bronny's wife But Bronny's mother His father Bron And then you know His siblings That camera will focus on them The whole goddamn We've done it with Kobe Anytime MJ steps in the building, they're going to point that camera at him the Tiger Woods, et cetera, et cetera. These are cats that came into the game where no matter where they go, the spotlight is going to be on them. They don't even have to do anything. But I guarantee you, if LeBron was sitting at the end of the bench, not paying attention to his son's game or anything like that, they will still have something to say because they know his character. That's why I don't understand why people are surprised that LeBron is doing this. Why would he have to uh, Klaus uh, Chase when he's already the biggest athlete in the world? Whether or not we have up and coming players that's going to take that throne, either before he leaves or when he leaves, you know what I'm saying. I understand he has to pass the torch sooner or later, but what has what does that have to do with him creating great moments with his son? To me, it really bothers me though. You know what I mean? And I know is 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 old news, but I this is more so a, why are we complaining about how people are supporting their kids not raising their kids but supporting you see what i'm saying like his son is not doing out, out there doing anything negative the worst thing I, that we've seen Ronnie do was when he went on ig live or made a video and posted what he said some foul language and shit like that what kids what kids do at that age by being silly right He hasn't done anything since. But other than that, Bronny comes out here. He plays basketball at a high level against great competition. His father is there on the sideline, cheering his son on. Whether you think is over the top or not, it's still support. Because nine times out of 10, like if you're playing like that, and I get it, some kids may not want that type of attention, but you don't know those kids. You don't know them. You don't know the kids personally on his team. And they don't, and they've never shown that they have a problem with him doing that because I'm pretty sure if it was a big deal, somebody would say something. It goes back to the whole Lavar Ball thing. I've watched Cats throughout the past couple of years since Zo was in UCLA. Actually, it was probably prior to that when he was in at Chino that they would sit up there complaining about how Lavar supports his kid. Well. He's going to cause this type of issue uh, for Alonzo, and he's going to cause this type of issue for Melo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This man, whether you like the way he does things or not, has put the spotlight on his kids in general. His kids are well known. They can't go anywhere without people noticing them, even the middle child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. So what has he made it hard about? Them not getting a a, a shoe deal or whatever? I'm pretty sure Alonzo can get a shoe deal. I'm pretty sure LaMelo will have a shoe deal. You know what I'm saying? The middle child, not so much. But I don't think that had anything to do with LaVar. Nobody told him to take whatever they had, to, you know, whatever he took. I think it was some watches or some stupid shit like that. Anyway, he took it upon himself to get in trouble overseas. As far as Mellow, Mellow is... He's probably going to turn out to be the best ball brother. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at these fathers. I'm looking at Levar and I'm looking at LeBron. Yo, these are fathers. These are black fathers that's representing for their kids. I don't see nothing wrong with this. Not a. It's not a doubt in my head that this is. This is like. Come, are we really that? I don't I don't I can't even find the words to express how stupid this is that we sit up here and we're mad at LeVar Ball. We're mad at LeBron James because they're supporting their kids. And what? And and I, I get it. You got you can say where they're stopping their opportunities or they're stopping. What? What? What is it that that that's being stopped that that's a problem for them? Right now, Lonzo, he ended up getting traded because of the franchise winning in a different direction or whatever, and that's cool. He had to be a part of a big trade that got us a big player, and there's no love lost. We just seen a video recently of Zo and Bron talking at a gathering. Everything was fine there, and we know that them young cats didn't want to leave, but at the same time, it's like it had to happen, and that's getting besides the point. The point I'm trying to make is that it had nothing to do with LeVar Ball. Everybody wants to point their finger at him. Like, if Bronny doesn't end up being as big as his father, that had nothing to do with his father. Like, his father was just that great. Now, if the, be- if the worst thing that he has to do is just live up to his father's standards, that's not a bad thing, actually. It's not. It's just that his his dad set the bar that high. But we're sitting up here complaining that his shoe fell off on the court, and he went to go get it. It happens. I remember somebody threw a goddamn, I, he threw something. I think it was either a soda can or something. He threw an object on the court because of a terrible miscall by the reps when Fremont played Crenshaw at Fremont. It was a huge game. It was a huge game because prior to that, uh, we went into Crenshaw, uh, shout out to Ken Paulino, dropped 44 in there. His first time in Crenshaw Gym, dropped 44. It was a loss in overtime. I think either overtime or double overtime, but he dropped 44 points. They came to Fremont. It was a big payback. We ended up winning that one. We ended up winning. Uh, so it was a very important game. But I remember it was the crowd was crazy. Cats were throwing stuff and things like that. And so it's nothing new. And we're sitting here mad because LeBron James celebrated to the point where his shoe came off. He's seen something. Let me tell you. Let me give you something, uh, another personal story. My son's team, uh, there was, a. I don't. I'm not, and I'm not going to name the other kid, but he hit a, a tie, a field goal tying three-pointer with uh, time expiring. It was like, it was bigger. It was damn near almost like he hit a game-winning shot. We end up winning that game, by the way, but he hit a game like and the court was surrounded because the game was drawing so much buzz on how how physical the game was, how crisp it was going, how close it was. And prior to that, we lost to that team in Vegas either that year. No, that I think that that previous year. No, 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 no. I take that back. We lost to him in the big tournament. In July and then later on when the tournament started back up after August, we played them in a tournament at our home gym. Close game, the boy knocks down a shot. I I not his father, not his mother, not his brother, sister, or anybody related to him, not his teammates. I was the first one to run on court to run towards him. That's how excited I was. That's how, that's how exciting the game was. I didn't mean anything negative by it. I was caught up in the moment that the game was so close. First of all, the game was so close. I was trying to record the moments and the referee had to stop the game and say, you cannot record because the light, when they're, when they're shooting free throws or going up for a layup, your light is on. So you have to take off your flash. That's how important the game was. I just said, fuck it. I'm about to live in the moment, not record anything. I ran on to the court to go celebrate with him. After the game, there was a few people that came up and he was signing basketballs. This is a 12, 13-year-old kid. And he's signing basketballs. But you get caught up in the moment. So just imagine if you're LeBron James and your son goes out there and he's out there hooping and stuff like that. You're not going to get as exciting. As, as Bron, that's a lie, bro. That's a lie, bro. And sometimes I feel like it's just hitting hate. Again, I used to criticize LeBron his whole career, especially with the Cavs, with Miami and stuff like that. All that stuff was just basketball stuff. But when i talk about the stuff off the court, that ain't, bro. I ain't got no time to sit up here and hate on no man how he's raising his goddamn kids or how he's supporting his kids. And excuse me for using the word raising. Not raising, but supporting. That's a key thing right there. Because, of course, if you're supporting your kid, you're probably doing a good damn job at, at raising him if you're there supporting him like that. So why do we have an issue with that? I don't understand that part. I don't understand that part. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Sometimes LaVar can say some things that's outlandish. But why are we at the point where we're concerned about it personally? Why can't you just be like, man, that's LeVar, boy. that boy crazy. Cash can't do that. I don't know why. I have no idea why. You're talking about the person that I'm a Laker fan. I love Kobe. I love Magic. I love everything about the Lakers. I had no love for LeBron when he was in Cleveland because it was all comparisons to Kobe and Michael Jordan. But it had nothing to do with him personally. You see where I'm getting at? Like we're sitting up here involving our personal feelings on what he does during basketball. And I get it. I get it. It's not something that we're used to because when you look at Michael Jordan, one of the best that has ever done it, you know what I'm saying? Set the bar extremely high. We've never seen him support his kids like that. We've never seen that. Did we ever find out that was his real kids in the space jam? I don't know. I'm drawing the blank and I'm hungry. The wife got me on the keto diet. Okay, I'm out here starving, Um, but we've never seen that. When it comes to Kobe, his support is somewhat different because it wasn't until up up until a couple of years ago we found out that his girl was one, his oldest girl was actually out here really, really hooping, and the way he supports is somewhat a little bit of different. He's on the bench, and well, he's one of the coaches as well. He's coaching, but. You know, I'm pretty sure if his daughter hit a game winner or something like that, he's going to jump up and down. It's definitely Kobe because we've seen how he celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Um, But that's just how it is. You know, Bronny's out here in layup lines doing dunks. In the game, he's having dunks. You know what I'm saying? And you can tell this is the beginning stages because LaMelo used to do the same thing. When LaMelo first started to learn how to dunk, it was just, it was it was it was celebrated because now he's getting to the he's getting to that next level now he's throwing shit off the backboard <laughs> all kind of shit man, and they and they wow us with this talent at this young, you know what I'm saying, so how do you think another story, my son when my son was playing football one year, I think it was the second year he played it was the second or the third or his last year he played three years of football. I remember we played against the the Chargers, the Norco Chargers. I think they was called the Norco Chargers, something like that. And I remember it was like they were on the goal line. This team was on the goal line about the score. Was, in case you didn't know, my son played for a very dominant football team in the IE. You know what I'm saying? The Eastville Mustangs. They were very dominant. They had some very good-ass football players on that team. My son just happened to fit in with those great players. Uh, my son played... DB and receiver. On that particular play on the goal line, they threw a screen pass. This They're on the goal line. They threw a screen pass. My son intercepted the ball, 99 yards. And that was probably the longest run he's ever done in his life. It was so, it was so, and this was before Instagram had a, had a minute video. I had to make two videos. <laughs> I had to make two videos because he went the whole 99 yards and scored a touchdown, I jumped out of the bleacher, ran down to the first level of bleachers where they have the rails, and I was running the whole way with him, yelling, excited, you know, and at that time, uh, if y'all don't know, in in some Pop Warner games, um, everybody's on one side, so you, you, sometimes you'll be at a game where you're on the same side as the opponents. And that was one of those games. They shut down the other bleachers and they put everybody on one side. So I'm sitting up there and I ran down those goddamn bleachers and I'm running and I am running down there until he got to the end. Not only that, I celebrated. I almost got us a touchdown call back in the playoffs. Where there was another player, not my son, not my child. Let me repeat that. He was not my child. And we, and it was a hard nosed football game. I think we ended up losing it, but, uh, the game was so close that every, like when we scored, we needed that touchdown. I think it was a tie in or, or we was going up or something like that, but we had a high powered offense. And we didn't score like majority of the game. And when we did score and I seen him running down that sideline, guess who was running down that sideline with him? Me. And I seen the coaches looking back. They were so excited. They said, Taylor, get your ass back over here before we get a penalty. And I had to apologize to the whole sideline because I, I got caught up in the game. I got caught up in the gate. These cats is 11 years old. <laughs> 11 years old. So you cannot sit up here and tell me that you're fine with people criticizing a man on how he, how he supports his kids. So we, so now we support him too much. Let's not go through the history of how they look at us, not how fathers are not being there. Let's not, let's not go to back to that history. You know what I'm saying? How we're not supporting our kids by not even being in their lives. Y'all want to gloss over that. But then when you see a cat come along and he supports his child too much. Yo, how do you love your child too much though? Lonzo, LaMelo, and, and, and even Jello, man. He had that one incident. And maybe it was just something dumb that they did. He's in college. He, You make dumb mistakes. It seems like nowadays when you make a mistake, is it. Like and it goes viral, you know, because we're looking at these kids as an adults. I don't even look at these goddamn adults as adults uh, when they got these helmets on, because we all make mistakes. But y'all criticize these ball brothers so much. Y'all criticize Bron so much, and his son is is in it because y'all not uh, agreeing with how his father is supporting him. I don't get it, man. I never will get it. I will continue to love y'all. But I won't understand how y'all views are when it comes to when it comes to stuff like this. It's not like Brian is coming out here. And again, I'll go back to LeVar because he does go that route. But LeBron doesn't come out here like, well, Bronny's going to be the best. He's going to be better than that. Like, and that part I don't even care about because you supposed to speak that type of energy into your son or into your little girl, whatever the case may be, whatever sport they play. LeVar, on the other hand, does that. You know what I'm saying? I don't see how that's a negative thing. And shout out to CL and JL. I know they they've uh, said a lot of things about Lavar, good and bad. And they the number one thing they've said, well, well, they might be putting a target. He might be putting a target on their back. I understand that, but at the same time, I don't understand that because regardless of how much support you get, cats is supposed to come at you regardless. So you're telling me if Labar said nothing that they would take it easy on him? No, it doesn't matter. I this is this is me as a person. I don't take a lot of this shit personal. I don't because they wake up and do what they have to do. And it doesn't affect my life. You see what I'm saying? Now, it's things that I could learn from them, whether it's pros or cons to it, like negative or positive. The way he talks about his kids It's special, you know, sometimes the way he go about doing things, he could have done different. But you know what? I'm going to say shame on the media because y'all actually use LeVar. Y'all used him and y'all have y'all so bored that y'all have to pick nit nitpick at everything Bron does everything. And that's sad, man. That's sad. But you know what? It's cool. It's cool because I I hope that those fathers continue to just do them. Eventually, y'all either going to be used to it or y'all just going to continue to hate. And that's a lot of energy to carry on with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, by the grace of God, they're going to be here for a while. You know what I'm saying? And I hope all their kids grow up and be successful. Based off of their crazy, over-supporting asses. You know, and and again, it's, it's an old topic, but I felt like I had to t- uh, touch on it because it's not so much of the actual layup line or the dunk or the celebration It's the fact that we're criticizing a father supporting his kid. I don't get it. I will never get it, but I'm going to continue to support support y'all, though.